0: Hey everybody, welcome Um, in this lesson, we're going to be talking about a really kind of interesting and sort of unconventional way to improve your mental health. And it's going to be something where you don't enact a new habit, but rather there's one particular habit you need to stop doing. So my name is Ty Hex, founder of mentalhealthcoaching.com. We put these lessons out there so you can have the mental health you deserve, because we routinely help people improve their mental health by 75% in 90 days on average. And we want you to have the mental health that you deserve too. So, um, I have noticed this particular insight working with a couple of clients recently, and what I've realized is, uh, that there is a strategy that you can use that will help you reduce either anxiety, depression, or a negative feeling, but it's a little counterintuitive and I've never seen anybody else teaching this. So I decided to coin the term therapeutic deletion is what I call it. And so. What it is, is instead of you doing something new, like enacting a new habit, think of it as you're deciding to no longer do a particular thing. And really what you're no longer doing is you're no longer feeding energy to the old thing that made you feel anxious, depressed, or angry. And I've got three examples here for you. So the first time I noticed this was I was working with a gentleman and he had a health-related anxiety. So he was always worried about his heart and he was constantly like, oh, am I going to have a heart attack? And like three times a week, he was going to the hospital at the peak of when he started working with me. And so what we unpacked was that every single time he would go into his head and think about his heart, every time he would scan his body and look for proof that there was a problem it would convince him that there was a problem. And so he had developed all of these little ways to try to check on himself. He'd put his hand on his heart. He had one of those little, uh, I don't even know what you call it, one of those little things that you put on your finger to check your, your heart rate and your O2 levels and your blood pressure and stuff like that. He would check his blood pressure several times a day. He would keep that little thing in his pocket all the time. He was going to the doctor once a week to have them tell him like where his numbers were at and all of this stuff. And so what we realized the problem was, is he was constantly focused on scanning his heart for proof that there was a problem. And the doctors had told him there's no problem, but he kept going after it. He kept checking his heart, checking his heart over and over and over again, looking for proof that there was a problem. And that's what created the issue. And so. What we realized is that he simply had to make the conscious, deliberate choice. He had to train his brain to no longer give energy to his heart and to give his energy to something totally different. Because a lot of you guys, particularly if you're dealing with anxiety, you think that if you can just think about that thing enough, that that's somehow going to make it better. But the thinking about the thing is the very thing that's causing you the problem. You get it? that's the issue. And so problems need energy to grow. It was him constantly scanning for proof that there was a problem that made the anxiety in the first place. So we taught him a variety of different things, helped him learn a variety of different things. But one of the key things we helped him do was we helped him learn how to get his needs met elsewhere, right? To focus on building his career, to focus on building his marriage, to focus on his child, to focus on Um, all sorts of different things that would actually fulfill him and make him feel empowered, and he could put his energy on those, and those could be positive addictions as opposed to the negative addiction he had developed to constantly scanning for proof that there was a problem with his heart. Okay, um, second example I found with this is I've been working with people with um, agoraphobia or driving phobias recently. And so same type of thing. People, uh, this, this gentleman I was working with who had this issue, he kept constantly imagining, well, what if something bad happens when I go and drive? And he kept giving, uh, not only that, the thing that we realized he was giving so much energy to is he was constantly calculating the mileage between his home and where he needed to go. And so he was giving all of this attention and energy and meaning to the idea that, well, if I go five miles from home, that's safe. But if I go 10 miles from home, that's unsafe. And so every time he'd plug in his GPS, he'd always be focused on the miles. And when he was like driving to the store, he'd go, okay, how many more miles do I have left? How many more miles? And so what I realized is most people who live uh, lives without anxiety around driving, they don't even notice the miles. It's therapeutically deleted, right? People who go and live lives and don't feel worried about their heart are not constantly scanning their heart. They have therapeutically deleted their heart from their focus. They are literally, the thing that they're doing is not giving it energy. That's the thing that makes the difference. Same thing with driving, right? When you're driving and you're doing it peacefully, you're just focused on the scenery, you're just focused on the destination. You are not thinking about the mileage and the distance from home and how quickly am I going to need to get back home and what route do I need to take to get back there? Right? And how long is it going to be until I get back to my, to, to, to my safe zone, right? So that's deleted. It's therapeutically deleted. So that's the key thing. And then the third example would be trauma. Okay, so a lot of people, uh, about two-thirds of people, will have experienced some type of traumatic experience in their life at some point. Um, you know, uh, physical abuse, sexual abuse, uh, a car accident, you know, things like that. And so <clears throat> what happens often for people is they go... Into their head, and they focused on that traumatic event from the past over and over and over and over again. And they get themselves all upset for no good reason. Like, there's no value that's going to come from you continuously focusing on something painful from the past, nine times out of ten. Now, don't get me wrong, I'm not advocating for you repressing it, like, pretending it never happened, but... It's also not good to constantly recycle it because then you replace your abuser as your own abuser. You become the one that's abusing yourself, you know, just getting yourself focused on all of this garbage that's not really helping you, right? So that's not helpful. So therapeutically deleting the past and saying, yeah, I mean, the past happened and it's there, but I'm not going to keep focusing on it. I'm going to delete it it's a really good thing. I'll give you another simple example would be like whenever you make a mistake, a lot of times people just like sit and stare at the fact that they made a mistake. They're like, man, how am I so stupid? Why, why did I do this? If you can get good at deletion, you can go, okay. Yep. I just made the mistake. Who gives a shit? what is the outcome I want now? Let's delete the fact that I made the mistake. Let's learn the lesson. Cool. Delete it. I did something stupid. Let's go apologize. I need to, Hey, I'm so sorry. I was angry. I don't know what I was thinking. Please forgive me. I love you great. I'm deleting that. I'm not going to beat myself up about it anymore. Now let's go live our life and go do something else, right? That would kind of be the idea behind that. Okay. So deletion, right? There are things that just need to be deleted. Like the the final example I'll give you is like, think about it like staring at the sun. Would you go out on a sunny day and stare at the sun? Would you do that? Probably not. Why would you do not do that? Because you know it's going to be painful. Because you know it will hurt you. Because you know there is no good from ever coming and staring at the sun. That's why, as a child, you learned, oh, it really hurts when I stare at the sun. Let's not keep doing that. And if I do that, I might damage my eyesight permanently. And so you have not really felt much of an urge to stare at the sun probably for most of your life because you just decided a long time ago, yep, that's painful. Don't do that. Let's go put our focus elsewhere. Let's look at anything else. And so you deleted the sun. You said, okay, yeah, I know it's there, but I'm not going to keep staring at it. So it's the same thing here. Like, yeah, the mileage is there, but you don't need to keep staring at it. Yeah, your heart is there. You don't need to keep focusing on it. The past is there. You don't need to keep staring at it. Okay. So deletion Getting good at the practice and the skill of deletion is itself a very good thing. And sometimes not doing a thing is the act of strategy, right? Like the strategy you are using is not doing that thing or or doing nothing. Right. If that makes sense. Like I, what I am doing is I am not focused on the path and I'm focused on other things. So anyway, hope this is useful. I'd love to hear in the comments, what is the thing that you need to delete, that you need to work on therapeutically deleting? Okay, hope this is useful. I'll be excited to see you guys soon in another uh, time. Uh, So, see you then. Bye.